I'm Jordan Goodman. And I'm Justin Goodman. We're third-generation insurance agency owners and also brothers. Even though we had the same upbringing, we see the world very differently. This caused significant issues in our early years, but we eventually embraced the idea that every coin needs two sides to be complete. In 2018, we launched our second company, Total CSR, with the aim of reducing new-to-industry onboarding timeframes from two years to two months. Since then, we've traveled the country speaking to thousands of agency owners and their teams, and we've come to realize two things. We all struggle with similar challenges, regardless of size and location, and oftentimes, we are too embarrassed to ask for help. The Independent Agent Podcast is our attempt to provide helpful answers to your most difficult questions, anonymously, of course. Thanks for listening. Hey, everyone, and welcome to episode 33 of The Independent Agent. I am looking at my brother right now, and he is wearing a shirt that does not have anything punny or funny or witty. But it's it. soft. Is it? Mm-hmm. Is this just that tea company? Yeah. Yeah, what's that called again? I don't remember. If you said it, maybe they'd sponsor us. I've tried that with others. <laughs> and I was rejected. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So I am playing off your love for the Whiskey Sours, the Tom Collins, the whole thing. So this one's a little bit different. I actually hadn't heard about this one. So I'm intrigued to try it because I've never had try, tried it before. Wow. I have never tried it before. It's called the New York Sour. Okay. So it's essentially two parts uh, bourbon, or I guess you could do idea of bourbon, a one part vodka, one part vodka, one. Wow. We did vodka last week. One part uh, of simple syrup, one part lemon, and then you drizzle, after you shake that up, like a half ounce of red wine over the top of it. So I have a cheap bottle of red wine you could take home with you for tonight. What, what's the definition of cheap? Ten bucks. All right. Yeah. I wasn't going to buy an expensive no. one to drizzle an ounce in each one. So anyway, this is called the New York Sour. It actually looks cool. I don't know Do you, if you can see this in the camera, yeah. but the layering on it's pretty cool. Do you mix it or you just drink it as I, it is? I think it's like a black and tan. You just kind of drink it as it is and it'll flow in. All right. Not bad. I don't like the wine in it. The wine definitely, you definitely get, it's almost like it just jumped in at the last second. Yeah. Kind of like you poured it over the top in the last second. So... <laughs> Remember how I used that term floater last week? Yeah. Same concept. A floater of wine. A floater of wine, but your made-up term. It's like you've never drank alcohol before. I just kept it simple and less expensive. So that versus the Ultra. I've got a great question for you today. I said that versus the Ultra. Oh, that versus the Ultra? Are you going to drink it or are you going to drink the Ultra? Probably going to drink the Ultra. Well. But... Um, I thought it was a foregone conclusion when I was just kind of meh yeah. on this. All right. All right. Here comes your question. 2020 has been an interesting year, but after 10 years of working in sale, my sales role at an agency, I think it's time to go out on my own. Do you have any advice for someone starting an agency from scratch? I mean, first, I assume they're going to try to take their book. I mean, that's just a foregone conclusion right I, I i admire you go out on your own go for it it's a it's a lot of work i would invest 
most of your time in to technology. Here, here's actually, if I were going to do it today and I had my book and I had to leave, I would. But you're keep keeping your large one here with me. Yeah, I'm not doing it again. We've done it once. It's 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 a lot of work. This is this is just like how to. I mean, am I really going to give like a one on one? Imagine they were just starting an agency from scratch. If that makes you feel more ethically well, sound, because that's uh, what they're saying. Not, uh, well, it's, it's okay. Fine. No, I mean, that's not real. That's not realistic. Either we're giving them real advice or not. Like. Realistically, you're not going to go start something from scratch unless you really don't have a book that you think will follow you. And if that's the case, then... So I'll give you two scenarios. Fine. Say, One, say they bought their book back. You buy your book back. You take whoever the best account manager is with you, right? Whoever's got the relationship because you need the continuity because the relationship is either with you or with the account manager. It's probably with the account manager unless they're like solid, solid accounts. So bring that, bring that with you. If you can buy the book... I would say buy the book. Way easier. You could take all the files. Um, when when we left, that's what we did. We put, bought our book back. And going from trying to have to be of our everything, how we thought we were going to have to do it and not have files and all that versus coming to an agreement to, to purchase, it was significantly, significantly easier, really on both parties because there yeah. wasn't the animosity. I mean, they were great about it. It was easier for us. It was, it was a really clean deal. I would say you... Don't try to go off on your own without having someone to manage accounts because what you're going to need to do is sell, 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 and not think about anything else except for selling. And you need someone to manage the existing clients. So don't try to be cheap, invest heavily in technology. You need an agency management system. What that agency management system looks like, I don't know. Uh, I know there's some really unique kind of plays coming out there right now. Um, and I haven't used several of them, so I'm not going to throw out their names. But if you look in the space, the insure tech space has just gone on just this boom for the past decade. So really the past five years. So I would say look heavily into that and to look for different sources. Go to places like the Applied Net website, the the NetView Accelerate website. Look at all the sponsors there and um, like Elevate as well. You could You could look through agency nation and see who their sponsors are. A lot of the really good ones out of there, the tech companies you could find via those resources. I don't know. Well, appointments, appointments are going to be difficult, right? Unless you have relationships, uh, appointments. So you could look at going with uh, aggregators. aggregators, you know, and that's not a bad play because a lot of them, We'll get you higher because if you go to if you go to a wholesaler, right? You're, they're going to take five points off the top, so you're going to lose out there. If aggregator, you're most likely going to get all your commission. They might take. There's some that keep five percent, some that keep none, and pay you contingencies based on. I mean, if I were going again, I'd probably find a, a good aggregator. I really would. So, technology. If you can pick a niche, pick a niche and and build that out. Bring the account manager and aggregator i think that's so i definitely agree with the aggregator i would start there and actually i know of several and if you get bored and decide to email me justin at total csr i can let you know who they are these aggregators that actually include access to an agency management system as part of the process right so you get that you get the markets and there's even one so that goes so far as to provide support staff. You're giving up commission on that side of things. But 
there are options to get up and going really quickly. Here's the challenge, and this is something you have to pay attention to. Got to read the contract. Me, I had an issue. I got to pay attention to details. The ADHD kicks in. But for anyone who is going to sign up with an aggregator, make sure you understand what the exit can look like. What is the penalty for leaving? Because there are some out there that will sting you really bad if you choose to separate at some point. So it's really easy to get in, very difficult to get out. So you got to make sure that past that. So you let's say you've got the system set up. You agency management system set up, you've got the aggregator. The next thing you need to look at is talking so fast. Slow down. Slow it down. All right. Slow it I will down. slow it down. Low and slow. When I get excited, I talk faster. Yes. I don't know if you notice this. Ever? Maybe? Most of the time. Okay. So you have got that step put together. <laughs> you lost your train of thought, didn't you? No, I didn't. <laughs> okay. I did not. I've got it. So the next thing I take a look at because you can't necessarily scale as fast with the support staff because you're going to either be paying the book off and or covering the overhead cost of that that new employee office space, yeah, filling that out. So I would look strongly at virtual assistants, outsourced back office support, and take a look specific to what industry you're playing and what your niche is. What type of services, whether it be loss run ordering, whether it be helping with rating, policy checking, you name it, direct bill reconciliation, although even some of the aggregators help out with that now. Find those those components that you don't have to overpay for someone to sit in the office to do. There's outsourced bookkeeping now. I would look at doing a lot of this, and, and you can even find stateside people now as virtual assistants. Uh, you can find there's a couple companies that are doing that. So there's a lot of different ways that we would have structured things differently now with what's available for us. For example, being in the great state of California, we have to pay so much more for labor than in other states. And one thing we'll seriously consider now that our staff did so well remotely is do we need to, as we continue to grow, hire everybody in the state of California? Could we look at Texas or Tennessee or some of these other states where you can find a very high quality individual, we can probably pay them, we can definitely pay them more than what the market is bearing over there. So they benefit, we benefit, and you have, you know, just a different way of doing that. So from the start, I would make sure you develop an action plan. Again, we're part of IAOA, and you've got lots of agency owners who started from scratch there and built their way up. And yeah, I, that's just that's such a great point. Go join IAOA. Mm-hmm. Like they're fantastic. They have like what, five thousand agency owners. No, it's like it's it's now at like sixty five hundred, and they keep growing rapidly, and they are so diligent. So we have. We wear two hats. So we've got Total CSR and Goodman Insurance. We're not allowed to pitch anything Total CSR in the group. Right. So we're not allowed to comment. Someone says something nasty about me. If it's tied to Total CSR, I can't say anything. So you get very real feedback and information. And I've never seen a group, if you post a question and you ask, you know, of that group, expect 50 responses. Not all are going to be the greatest responses in the world, but you're going to find that there's a consistent 19 or 20 that provide real insight that you'd be wasting months searching on your own. And past that, 
All you have to do is do the group search feature. You may even not have to ask that question. You just type it in the search field, and it's already been answered 14 times. But but so that we're clear uh, about them, it's you have to be an agency owner to be part of this. Mm-hmm. Account managers, producers know it. You have to be an agency owner to be part of this group, and they really vet that out. But, it, I mean, talk about like real-time help. When the PPP stuff was going on, and I was trying to figure all that out and get that all handled, I... I was struggling with a lot of things and with banks and all of those. One guy posted something. It was so helpful to like 85 agency owners that needed help that day. It was, and then you just, it's really collaborative, really cool. They should have probably paid us for this segment because we just touted them, but they don't even charge for membership. I know they're fantastic. It's just, it's, it's a fantastic, fantastic group. So that the other thing I would say, find a good bank. Mm-hmm. Find a good banking relationship. See if you can get a line of credit credit established. I I mean, in today's environment, that's probably a little difficult. Uh, but six months from now, it might be easier. Liquidity is available or usually has been available except for the tough times. But when you need it is when times are tough. So I would push for a good banker, a great CPA. But there are banks that focus on insurance, mm-hmm. right? And there are CPAs that focus on insurance brokers. There's all these specific ones that, again, you get part part of an aggregator, you get part of um, the IAOA. You can get connected with resources really quickly and then ask all these people, say, hey, there's this technology that I want to use. What do you all think? And then you'll get 75 answers that you can sort through. And then you message them, say, hey, can I call and pick your brain? And they'll any of them will be happy to. I mean... And, and there is also another option, too, that we actually took advantage of. There are agency owners who will say, hey, if you want to you know, come over to our shop and create your own profit center on a temporary basis for a few years until you get big enough, like we'll keep the contingencies or something to that effect. When we first stepped out, we had to figure out markets and we were fortunate because our dad had very close friends that had been with me since the start of my career. And they said, look, we understand what you're trying to do. We'll help you with markets. You can still, you'll have a DBA of your own. Your clients won't notice a difference, but that was the the soft landing we needed to end up growing and flourishing. And I don't doubt if you went to somebody in IAOA and said, here's what I'm looking to do, here's how I make it worth your while, give me a soft landing so that I can transition through this, that you might find a few takers in your area. Yeah. So you've got options. Yep. I, I just think about what a different world it is today versus when we went off on our own. It's, it's like, I almost want to... I want to do it just do, for the- just just to do it just to see what it looks like to start from the beginning again. Yeah. I bet it'd be so much easier. Well, it's too. It's I'd like to do the experiment so that even though right now I don't feel like because I've got we've got we've got the two companies going on that I want to go and work on getting a lot of new clientele on my own for Goodman that I'm having to to manage. If I had to start over and do it man, I would like to go into to one of these areas where I know I can just, you know, get set up really easily and just test all this stuff. Does it work when you go from scratch? And I, I think the answer is it does. And it's never been less expensive to get started. The barrier to entry is so small. Yeah. All right. Pregunta dos. I facilitate the interview process for new applicants. 
When I discuss the agency benefits package with the applicant, I get feedback that we're not keeping pace with other agencies that they've interviewed with. The primary benefits they seem to be looking for are lacking that are lacking are unlimited vacation and paternity leave. I don't know that our agency is positioned to offer these benefits, but is impacting the quality of candidates we can bring in. How would you handle this? All right. Do you have a thought? No, I, I'm, I'm, I mean, we don't offer unlimited vacation or paternity leave. And there's dueling thoughts on that. And so here's the challenge I have with unlimited vacation is someone says, oh, you, you do this, uh, you know, and then then they'll never take full advantage of it. I I think that you're better off, and I think we, we, we tackle it in a different way. We've been very upfront with our staff. We want family to take a significant importance. And if that's the top thing for us, your family is coming first, you know, work comes after that. So we want to have flexibility. So a lot of the the staff, it's not as if they could really take off unlimited vacation anyway, because there's not the budget to travel to. And even if there's a staycation situation going on, if you don't have the disposable income to do everything under the sun, it's not going to be all that enjoyable. So what we've done with our staff is we've talked about, hey, your kid has Little League games. You have doctor's appointments. You have school events. Go do those. If somebody said, hey, we're planning an extra long vacation this year, as long as they're a performing employee within our organization, we're going to say, okay, great. Yeah, go and do that. So I, from a standpoint of I, I just I'm gun shy about unlimited vacation pay. I'd rather have a dialogue going on with employees and and instead of every employee getting access to unlimited vacation pay, having that open conversation is if you're killing for us, my goodness, go do what you need to do. And and maybe I'll I'll speak on this, right? We have a business partner in our training company who just does amazing things, does what we can't. And he started taking Fridays off, half, or half-day Fridays. And and when we, you know, had him discuss this, he was like, I'm concerned about the perception of this. And we said, no, 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 go do this. You are that valuable. It is so worth it. So when a high-performing employee is asking for that additional time, it's never an issue. And I don't think it's an issue in much many organizations, as long as you're communicating about this. Now, as far as paternity leave... The challenge I have with that is simply we're we're setting up a system, and I, I do know that some some companies have it in some states, and and not every state has guaranteed paternity leave, and it's based on size of employer. There's a lot of different variables, but at at the same time, some of these families are dual income families, and they need both sets of income to make it through. And now, are you talking paid paternity leave or unpaid paternity leave? And, right. you know, so there's a lot of complexities there. I would say that to that new father, we have shown ex- extraordinary understanding for their situation. Because quite honestly, when my kids were born, I took a little time off. Now, I took off a week. <laughs> we took off a week. Okay, I took off a week. But for <laughs> me, that was a long time. But that, I think that's the point. I think that that goes back to the concept of the unlimited vacation is people don't actually take advantage of these things and people probably don't want to take, I mean, we just learned how many of our people were, were clamoring to come back to the office when COVID was happening. 
yeah. right? Begging, guys, I'm home. I don't want to be home. I mean, it's tough for a lot of people, you know? And, and, and that's not to say anything about like marital relationships or anything like that or family dynamics. It's just at least in, in modern American culture, we like to feel like we are being productive and that we have, you know, processes to our day and, and things to do. And, and so I think it's, I think it's just very difficult. I would find it very difficult to go stay home for a month. You know, I don't know how you, when you were at home and working, even did that because so even if the employees having the staycation, my goodness, if 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 you're used to being in the office all day, it's a different skill set to be home all day with the kids. And I love my kids dearly, but we when when the when the coronavirus thing happened, it was very clear to our family that. We were one an essential business, and as such, I was going to work at the office so that I didn't drive everybody crazy at home. So I, I think you're trying to apply a broad brush versus treating employees as individuals because that perk may only apply to those you really don't want it to apply to. It may only be a benefit to those who really want to take advantage of the system and the real benefits you want to reserve for top performers, and you can have a conversation. Yeah, I, I just I don't know that we really answered the question, but I I don't buy for a second that you're losing candidates because of those two policies. No, I don't, because I don't know anyone, and we know a lot of business owners. I don't know anyone who offers that unlimited vacation, and I don't even know anyone who offers paternity leave unless they're a massive corporation. Yeah, and with that, it's you've got to set up a better mousetrap. I think, hey, if you're not getting candidates, maybe they're saying that as a reason. It's a, a, a nice way to exit and say, hey, if you offered this. And and maybe it is an issue. But um, we, you know, we were interviewing a producer and this other agency had offered him the moon, this Rolls Royce package, well-respected agency. And Jordan and I looked at him and said, man, dude, take the deal. You don't waste your time with us. That's a fantastic deal. Go all day, day long. So for for some candidates, other deals are worthwhile. Tell them to go pursue that. But by and large, if you're having trouble, it's probably for other reasons. It could be your existing staff is spreading the word about other issues within the agency, or it could be that your comp plan overall is not what it needs to be, and that should be revisited as well. Yeah. So I just I just don't think this is the real problem. Agreed. All right. Anything else you got? That's it. So next week, do we get one of your graphic tees or your your, your smug tees or whatever you buy them from? I, I will I will take it under consideration. Okay, perfect. Well, that's all we got. I hope everyone out there has a wonderful, wonderful week. And we will talk to you soon. Cheers. <laughs>